0: welcome to wholehearted coaching the podcast if you're looking for more purpose more passion more joy in your life then you have come to the right place i am your host coach and life alchemist sharin eskandani and i have worked with thousands of people showing them how to create their dream lives while also living their dream lives this podcast is where mindset mindfulness and manifestation meet Together, we're going to release limiting beliefs, put your dreams into motion, all while prioritizing your ease, rest, and joy. Let's do this, love. Hi, love. Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. This is where we take a deeper dive into my Mindset Monday post, which you can read on Instagram at WholeheartedCoaching. Or if you want to go even deeper into this week's episode and get my free weekly journal prompts, sign up for my email list and you'll be able to explore the topics we're talking about in this episode even further. You can do that in the show notes or by heading to my website, wholehearted coaching.com. And if you're interested in working with me, whether that's one on one in one of my group programs or one of my transformational courses, You can head to my website, wholehearted-coaching.com slash offerings to find out more. And of course, you can also head to the show notes, and all of this information will be waiting for you there. All right, love, welcome to this week's episode. So today's episode is a really special episode. This is the 100th episode of Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. Let me tell you, I did not imagine that we would get here. When I started this podcast, I thought that it would just be a fun thing to do, and never in my wildest dreams did I think we would get to 100, which I don't know what I was thinking, right? Because hopefully you kind of keep on continuing to put a podcast out, but like a number like 100, that seemed like, you know when you're little and someone was like 45 years old, and you're like, whoa, that is so old. That is what this episode is to me. You know, I've listened to so many amazing podcasts when they celebrate, you know, their hundredth episode. And it's kind of amazing. I mean, that is a real milestone. And I'm not going to lie to y'all, but I am really proud of myself putting out this podcast consistently week after week, mostly, and getting to episode one hundred and getting to grow with you and getting to share what's on my heart and in my mind for 100 episodes. I mean, it's mind-boggling to me, and here we are. And so today's episode is going to be a really special episode. So if you're listening live, this episode is coming out on February 14th, Valentine's Day. So this episode is all about love, which I think is so fitting for this 100th episode. We're going to be talking about love, celebrating love, and I'm going to be talking to four people that I Love. And those four people are people in my life that really mean so much to me. And I'm going to be telling them how much I love them. That's it. They don't know actually why they're being interviewed for the podcast. I just asked them to come on the podcast. They think we're just going to talk about stuff. And I'm going to declare my love for these people. And let me tell you, it is so special. It's so special. So the four people are my best friend. Chrissy King, my sister, Shadi, and my mom. And the fourth guest, I can't tell you about them. It's a real surprise. So you'll hear it at the end of the episode. But let me tell you, there is nothing like surprising someone that means a lot to you with how much you love them and how much you care for them and how grateful you are for them. So if you are looking to get all of those, like, good feelings, you know, those like "Mm, feel good feelings. This is the episode. And honestly, what better way to celebrate a hundred episodes than feeling good, celebrating love and celebrating ourselves. So get ready for a really special episode. This one is possibly going to be one of my favorites. All right. So let's get into this week's Mindset Monday. It reads, Self-Love is the constant practice of meeting yourself exactly where you're at. It's the continual attempt to accept and embrace every single part of who you are. Self-love isn't, I'll love you when, or I'll love you if. Self-love is, I love you now. So I really wanted to talk to you today about self-love. Yes, we could talk about love in general, and I'm sure a lot of the things that we're going to discuss today on the episode can be applied to any type of love. But I think the love that is the most special, the love that is the most complicated is self-love, that love that you give to yourself. I have struggled with self-love for a long time. It's a continual practice for me, and I have a feeling that Probably all of us struggle with that concept of how do we show love to ourselves? I want to share a story with you. It was right before I met my husband, so this must have been about five years ago, and it was Valentine's Day, and I was, of course, single. Actually, true story, before I met my husband, I had never celebrated a Valentine's Day with an actual significant other. Yeah, Every, t- every time I just like broken up with someone or I was on a hold with someone, like we were on break or something. Anyway, all that to say, you know, listen, I don't even care that much for Valentine's Day now. I think it can be a really fun day. But, you know, when you're in the midst of a pool of coupled up friends and you are the only single one, it can be a really difficult day. So this particular Valentine's Day, I was like, you know what? I I'm going to be my own damn Valentine's. So I went to Target and I went to go find a Valentine's card for myself. And I was going to write like a love letter to myself. So I was perusing in the aisle and this was like a week before Valentine's Day. And you could just tell everyone there was, um, you know, they were there to find cards for their loved ones, not for themselves, obviously. And I just kind of felt so dumb. I was like, this is stupid. What are you doing? And then I saw it. The perfect card. It was two otters, arms entwined, swimming on their backs. And it said, I love you like no otter. Oh, I mean, this was the perfect card. I found it. And in that moment, I realized I am worthy and deserving of my own damn love. Because listen, y'all, I can say this thing about myself, and it is true. And I have a feeling that this is 100% true for you too. I am amazing at love, like when it comes to other people. I am so good at showering people with my love, doing things for them, supporting them, like trusting them, accepting them. I am so good at loving people. And I was like, Holy crap, this skill that you have, this innate talent that you have at love, you are giving it to all these people, some of them obviously deserving of it, others and not so much. If you look at my dating history, that love that you are giving to all those other people, you deserve that love as well. And that moment was a really pivotal moment for me where I just really started to reflect on how easily. How kindly, how naturally I gave my love to all these people and I loved, I love loving people. And I have a feeling you love loving people too. Like the things we do when we are in love, when we love people, I mean, it's just, it's a great feeling, but really understanding that, wow, all of those things that I do, all of those ways that I make other people feel, I get to do that to me as well. And so for me, self-love has been this (laughs) unlearning and relearning. Because when we think of self-love, you know, a lot of our concepts around what love is were formulated when we were young, right? So whatever you saw kind of growing up, whether it's in your family, in your community, or at society at large, right? A lot of what we believe to be true about how love is, what love is, and how we show it was really displayed to us when we were younger. And I have a feeling that for many of us, we probably didn't see very healthy examples of self-love or just love in general. And maybe if you did see really healthy examples of that in your household, you know, if you come from a marginalized community, our society is telling us to not love ourselves every damn step of the way, right? So let's say that you are in a body That is not a straight-sized, quote-unquote, body. Let's say that you are indigenous. Let's say that you are black or brown. Or let's say that you are not in an able body. All of these things, right, we have to really cue into all of these things make us feel like we are not worthy of our love. So really, when it comes to our self-love, it's about looking at where and how did I learn love? love in general, and love towards myself. We also hold on to so many misconceptions about what self-love looks like and is. We fear that if we love ourselves, quote unquote, too much, we're going to get a big head, right? We're going to be too proud. We're going to be selfish. Or that just self-love is positive affirmations and just thinking you're the best person out there. We worry that if we love ourselves, then we're not actually going to be motivated to change or to do more, right? We really believe that a lot of change in our life comes from that place of self criticism. So, being motivated to change through self love seems really odd and difficult and just not even possible for many of us. So, as I say these things, really reflect on what are some of those beliefs, those myths, those untruths, those lies that you're holding on to about love. Reflecting on what you saw growing up about love. And yes, those were our lived experiences, but they're not the truth. They're what we saw, but we get to change that now. So for me, it's really about creating your own definition of what love is and what self love is. So when I am really struggling with self love, what I do is I think of someone that I absolutely love, like someone like my husband someone in my family, my nephew, right? People that like, I just love. And you can do this with a pet. You can do this with someone who has passed, someone who is living. But I want you to think of how do you show them love? Because love is not just an emotion. Love is not just, you know, proclamations, I love you. Love is a verb. To love, to love someone. So how do you show love? to that person in your life, that pet in your life. And I have a feeling when you reflect on that, you'll see that things like, I listen to them, I trust them, I accept them, I respect them. I also imagine things like, I don't withhold my love if they make a quote unquote mistake. And I don't withhold my love until they change. (laughs) These two things are so key. Because I think when it comes to self-love, we think, okay, I'll love myself when, or I'll love myself if. No. Self-love is not about I will love you when, I will love you if, it's about I love you now. Again, thinking of that person in your life. Like when I think of my nephew, I accept my little nephew, my little bundle of joy as he is. When I think of my husband, Yes, there's certain things about him that I'm like, oh, gosh, but I love that guy. I love that guy so damn much. My love is unconditional. And so when it comes to ourselves, right, it's unconditional love. Many of us, I think, have conditions around our love. And perhaps you have those in your own relationships, too. But in my own personal experience, I know that those relationships that are the most nurturing and healthy and they flow are the ones that are based on no conditions, just love. I love you because you are you. So really reflecting on this and seeing how do I show love to people and where do I seem to fall short when it comes to that definition for myself? And let me tell you, it's a constant practice. I always say this in the podcast. I am in this with you, right? When I think of this definition of love that I have for myself, which is around acceptance and trusting and embracing and no conditions, I know that I fall short at times. But I'm aware of it. I work on it. Just like all relationships, right? Love requires a little bit of work. And I'm committed to it. Just like my relationships with other people, I am committed to my relationship with myself. So, As we're talking about this, I want to share a quote that I love so much, and I think it really encompasses what we're talking about, of self-love and what that looks like. The quote comes from Guru Nisargadatta Maharaj, and he wrote, You are perfect, only you don't know it. Learn to know yourself and you will discover wonders. All you need is already within you, Only you must approach yourself with reverence and love. Self-condemnation and self-distrust are grievous errors. All I plead with you is this. Make love of yourself perfect. Deny yourself nothing. Give yourself infinity and eternity and discover that. You do not need them. You are beyond. I mean... (laughs) that quote and the line in that quote that I want to underscore and underline is make love of yourself perfect you all know what I think about perfection perfection is a lie it's a waste but if we're going to perfect one thing in our lives if we're going to commit to perfection in one area of our lives it's love for ourselves so that is the practice And I love that he writes, you know, it can take infinity and eternity, but this is the practice if we can make a commitment to loving ourselves. When we do that, there is a ripple effect, my love. I've seen this in my life. I've seen it in the lives of so many other people. When we can make a commitment to loving ourselves, that ripple effect goes beyond, beyond what we could have ever imagined. So this episode really is about you reclaiming that love that you have for yourself, really reclaiming what that word means to you and really reclaiming what that looks like in practice. Another thing I want to touch upon before we get to our guest interviews, my love letters to them, is this idea I've been thinking about a lot, and it does come to self-love. And honestly, I wasn't sure if I should include it on this episode, but I thought, you know what? This is my hundredth episode I get to talk about whatever I want So you know how a lot of people say that you know someone else can't love you if you don't love yourself and I don't believe in that a hundred percent but it's not completely wrong too So I actually do believe that you can find someone who loves you beautifully and in a healthy way before you fully understand how to love yourself but, I will say this, and I've seen this in how my relationship with my husband has been in contrast to the relationships before. Because I had made a real commitment to learning how to love myself, I could also show my husband, my boyfriend at the time, how to love me. Meaning our love, the way that we need love, the way that we need love shown to us is all going to be so individual and specific to who we are. And if you already know or are in touch with those ways in which you love to be loved, it makes a relationship so much easier. Really letting that person know, these are the things I need. These things here, they really are the ways where I feel nourished and full and loved. I use the analogy often of thinking of yourself as like a plant. And when we get a plant, you know, there's always that like, Little thing that goes in it, with the paper, with the self-care instructions, like, this needs light, this needs more water, whatever those things are. And it's really figuring out for you if if I was a beautiful flower or a plant, what would it say on those instructions? And when we have a really good idea or a better idea of what those instructions are, let me tell you, relationships flow in such an easier way, whether those are friendships romantic relationships, work, whatever that may be. So if you're listening and you're feeling really discouraged by that like phrase of you can't find love if you don't love yourself, eh, you can. 100% you can. However, I want to encourage you to start really exploring what loving yourself means because then when you find that person, it can be so much easier There can be so much more joy and so much more ease when you just know when you can tell them, hey, this is how you can love me. This is how you can support me. This is how you take care of me. So that was just a thought I wanted to put in here. All right, so these four interviews are really special because these are four people that mean a whole lot to me. Again, as a reminder, it's my best friend, Chrissy King my sister, Shadi Eskandani, and my mom. And the fourth person is a surprise. And I've had my husband on this podcast before, and maybe you're like, why aren't you telling your husband you love him? Well, I tell my husband a lot of the times I love him, all the time I love him. And I've told him on this podcast before I love him. But I feel like in our society, we're upholding romantic relationships as being like the be-all and end-all of relationships. And Yes, they're fantastic and great, but your community, your friends, your colleagues, your family, that is love. And and, and I think it's overlooked. And so I really wanted to give my love, send my love, share my love with people who really make up my community. Bell Hooks wrote, I think that part of what a culture of domination has done is raise that romantic relationship up as the single most important bond. When, of course, the single most important bond is that of community. And that is why I am connecting with my community in this episode and letting them know how much I love them. So I hope you enjoy these love letters and stay tuned for the fourth one, because I think you're really going to like it.
1: Hi, Chrissy King. Oh my gosh. Hi. I'm so excited. Okay. So, my audience knows
0: this, but Chrissy has no idea why she is being interviewed. I just said, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, but can I interview you for my podcast? That's all she knows.
1: I, I don't know. I know nothing, but this is so fun. I don't know. This is like a very unexpected treat. I have no <laughs> idea what's happening.
0: Okay. So, this episode that I'm recording this interview for is for my 100th podcast episode. Oh my God, this is monumental. It is, it is monumental, but also it's not just that, but my 100th episode is coming out on Valentine's Day on February
1: 14th. Oh my gosh, I'm getting more and more excited as you keep talking.
0: (laughs) So I wanted to make this a really special episode. So it's all about love. And I am talking to four people that I love and you're one of them.
1: Oh my God, I'm going to cry. This is so special. Um,
0: I am going to read you a love letter that I wrote for you. Oh my gosh, I can't handle this. So I'm going to read you this letter, okay? okay? Okay. Dear Chrissy, I love you. I am truly the luckiest to be able to call you my best friend. You have shown me what courage is. From completely uprooting your life and moving to New York to become a writer, to everything you do in your day-to-day life. You are courage embodied. Courage means to speak from and act from the heart. And that is what you do each and every day. From the words you write, to the words you speak, to the way you live your life, it is always from your heart. You have one of the biggest hearts I've ever encountered. Your capacity to love is so great, and I'm so grateful that I get to bask in the glow of your heart. It's such an amazing place to be, and I feel so privileged. I have seen your journey up close, and I know it always hasn't been an easy ride, but you have always done it with such grace, and you have thrived, and you've always seen it through. We joke that you're able to manifest whatever it is you desire, and you know that's true. It's because of your unwavering belief in yourself, your desire for better, for more, for everything, Inspires me so much. And I know that with 100% certainty, everything you want, Chrissy King, will happen because you're fucking Chrissy King. Here is the thing though we always talk about you being able to manifest whatever you want, but I manifested the best friend someone could ever ask for someone who was kind, generous, thoughtful, so funny, so wise. So I guess I'm the master manifester here. Chrissy, I love you so much.
1: (laughs) I can't speak. (laughs) Y'all can't see, but I think I started crying 10 seconds into the letter. Um, First of all, that is the most beautiful letter I think that anyone has ever written about me. And thank you so much. This is such a Shren... You are such a special person because only you, no, I'm serious. Only you would think of a hundredth episode and then be like, I'm going to read love letters to four people that are so important to me. This was like the best gift you could have ever given me. Thank you so much. That is so very special. And I don't know, y'all. There's something really beautiful about hearing someone that you love and care for so much say such wonderful and beautiful things. And that was just a very special surprise. Like I really didn't know what to expect. And I thought you were going to ask me like a trick question. But Really, I just got to come here and get loved on. And thank you so much. And also, can I have a copy of that letter? I mean, yeah. it was just so beautiful. I will send you a copy of
0: that letter. You know, we talk about romantic love and all that stuff. Like Audrey Lord says, like, it's like our society keeps Telling us about romantic love and and but really it's like my community, my people that I need to be sending out love letters to, you know. And Mm -hmm. and you're you're one of my people who's just so special to me. Okay, so listen, I have a couple questions about love. Okay, I know here's the thing, Chrissy has not. This is a surprise, so she is not you know prepared for these questions. They're not difficult questions, but also just answer them as to whatever you know resonates with you today. Okay, so. First question
1: What does love mean to you? The first thing I always think about when I say what is love is I think that all of us, each and every single one of us, are like an expression of love. And so when I think of love, I I think of how am I giving myself to the people that I care about, to the world. And I think about just when I think about love, I just think about like these deep feelings and appreciation and joy and like so many things. And I think that it's like our greatest gift to be able to share and express our love with people. And we can do that in so many different ways. I think about like the work I get to do in my writing. Like I feel like that's a, that's an extension of my love that I get to share with the world. And I think love is energy. It's who we are. And to take that further, what does self-love mean to you? It's a really great question right now. Um, because I think, you know, so much of like self-love has like really become about how we feel about our bodies. And like, yeah, that's like a part of it, I guess. But when I think about self-love, I think about the fact that I'm so much more than my body. So self-love is like my essence, my being, like my soul, my spirit. So when I'm thinking about self-love, I'm like, how am I like falling in love with who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. And like, regardless of the exterior, just how am I loving myself deeply and unapologetically and wholeheartedly every single day? All the parts of me, even the parts of myself that I don't like, maybe I wish were different. Um, But how am I embracing all the parts of who I am? What's your favorite way to receive love? Oh my gosh. You know, I'm going to be honest, you know, the five love languages and I talk about all the, I'm like all of them. I want gifts. I want access service. I want affirmations. I want, I mean, everything. Why have to choose? But I really do love quality time. That's always really important to me, especially with my friends. Like if I like platonic for friendships. I'm so glad you said the thing about like how important, like we were, we talk about romantic love, but like platonic love is just so beautiful, just as beautiful as um, romantic love to me. And so for that part it's all about quality time. But I mean I like all the love, all the gifts, everything. <laughs> <laughs> Equal opportunity yes, love right yes. here. Um well what's your favorite way to give love? So I think my favorite way to give love is probably quality time um and I do like giving gifts but I always say that I'm not a good gift giver. Like you know those people who just like always know the perfect gift to give. I don't think I'm one of those people, but I do know that when I know that I'm a giver, particularly to like, yeah, my friends, my family, when somebody needs something or whatever, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take care of that for them. But I'm not like, you know, don't call me to be like your personal shopper because I'm probably not your girl for that. (laughs) And the last question is, what do you love about yourself, Chrissy King? Oh, well, there's so many things to choose from. No, I'm just joking. (laughs) I mean, kind of, but not really. Um, No, I think I just love, I love my ability to just figure things out you know like you talked a little bit about how much you know pivoted and changed and I also want to point out that Sharon has been such a fabulous friend because she has seen all the trials and tribulations of the last few years and she's supported me y'all like unbelievably so that is also her gift to me but I think that I've allowed myself I've seen so many different iterations of myself I'm 36 but I feel like I've lived like a few different lives at this point, and. I have enjoyed every single one of them. And so I think my ability to just allow things to change and make the most of it is probably one of the things I love most about myself. I love that about you too, Chrissy King. Thank you. I love you so much. I love you so much. This is honestly the best surprise. Thank you so much. You're so special. You're such a gift to this world. I love you, love you, love you.
0: Um, and also finally, where can people find you if they wanna come and Chrissy's just an amazing,
1: exceptional writer and thinker. Where can they find you in your work? You can find me um mostly on Instagram, which is I am Chrissy King and website chrissyking.com. Sign up for my newsletter because it really is coming back. I, I mean that this time. <laughs> And yeah, that's it. Yeah. I'll have all this information also in the show notes.
0: I love Chrissy King and you're going to love her too.
1: Thank you so much. This was such a joy. Thanks,
0: Chrissy. All right. Hi, Shadi. Hi. So everyone, this is my sister. She is... Incredible and amazing, and she has no idea why I am interviewing her. She, <laughs> she got all nervous. So, um, so Shadi, I'm going to tell you why I'm interviewing you. So, this episode for my podcast is my hundredth episode.
2: Oh, okay, yes, wonderful. and
0: it's coming out on February 14th, which is Valentine's. Oh,
2: Day. how fitting! Oh, that's so wonderful. Okay, so.
0: What I wanted to do for this podcast was, I was going to interview people who I love and I was going to read a love letter to them.
2: Oh, okay. so this is so sweet. <laughs>
0: so I wrote you a letter and I want to read it to you. Um, and then we can talk after. But um, this is my love letter to my amazing sister, Shadi. So, dear Shadi, I love you. I was given the greatest gift ever when I was born, you. I had a ride or die from day one by my side. Someone who would make me laugh, who would take care of me, who would support me and would always put me in my place when I needed it. You're not just my sister, you're also my best friend, my protector, my guide, and my teacher. I hope you know that I've always looked up to you, always. From when you danced to Paula Abdul, To today, being a mother who holds down a business, a household, and a career, I'm always in awe of you. The last two years have been really difficult for us all, but especially for those of us who are caretakers. And I've seen you navigate this time with so much self-awareness and self-love. You've always risen above your challenges and created beauty from the pain. From your poetry to your healing work how I see you with your beautiful baby boy your name means joy and you have given me so much joy in my life (laughs) and you give joy to every human who has the privilege of knowing you I love you so much Shadi. that's the letter
2: (laughs) oh my god (laughs) (laughs)
0: wow oh I just wanted to let you know how much I love you and how much you mean to me?
2: Oh my gosh, this is so so moving and beautiful. I'm just speechless. Um, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I was like getting ready to talk about something like, you know, you know me. I thought that was gonna be some major <laughs> serious topic, which this is just such a such a beautiful thing um to receive today. Thank you so much. Oh, you know, you don't, I love you so much. I know, I know. You, you I don't, don't have, you don't have to you. say. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: put you on the spot. I pre, I prepared for this. I prepared for this. We did. I just don't feel like we share our love, especially like we say to our romantic partners often and we, we say, I love you. But in this episode, we're looking at like what especially self-love is and, and what that looks like in practice. And so I wanted to, there's a couple people I really wanted to say, I love you too. And you are one of them. I do have a couple questions around love. If you feel like you can answer those?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I'm so ready. Okay. way.
0: So I'm curious. And again, everyone, I'm putting people on the spot here. So this is not fair. However, um, <laughs> do, you know, like what's on your mind today? So, but what does
2: love mean to you? I think for me, love is, <laughs> this is so hard. I've never <laughs> thought about love. Really. It's a concept I don't I take for granted in some ways. I don't really think about it too much. For me, it's a feeling of home. It's a feeling of safety. I want to say it's about joy. However, for me, it's like it's more about the foundations of something lasting and something nurturing. I guess lasting in it, the way of nurturing. If that isn't the most Cancerian and Capricorn moon answer ever. But yeah, I mean, those things are are love to me. Feeling at home with the people that you love and that love you. Yeah. To go further, and it could be the same thing,
0: but then what does you think self-love mean to you? Loving yourself.
2: Wow, I guess it's fitting to ask that because I think it's the same thing. It's about feeling at home with oneself and mm-hmm. feeling a sense of deep belonging. It's about nourishing oneself and nurturing oneself. Loving oneself is about being that home to oneself. So it's more about that internal inner home. And um, I think that that's what it is. And I go further, it's about sort of self acceptance and. It's about self-compassion and all those wonderful words that are harder to put into practice, yet they're so important to make note of because self-compassion and self-acceptance are, again, a way of belonging in a way, a sense of belonging to yourself and, and feel at home within yourself. Yeah. Feel safe within yourself, right? Feel safe, feel good, feel welcome. Um, those Sturdy foundations inside, right? Um, that's self-love to me.
0: I love that. What is your favorite way to receive love? What's like the way that you like, <laughs> you feel the most loved?
2: It's definitely not gifts. Oh, it's about feeling emotionally safe and accepted for who I am, and and supported, and listened to, having someone holds space for you with all your stuff, you know, the challenges and, and the joys and, and all, all the things. So I think that's, that's what it is for me. Being loved is more, I guess, through those types of actions. And then what's your favorite way to give love? Would it be the same? You know, I think so. I think so, though. I I know that in my life, I haven't always held space or been a great listener for you know, that's the growth that I've had to do. So I want to say that's what's important to me. However, that's an important way for me to show it. It's just that I don't know if I've always been great at it. That's something I strive to get better at. However, lately, in the last few years, it's been actually through gifts. And I think that's something I remember in our family, like I wasn't the greatest at. And I started to understand that we all have different ways of receiving love. And I remember paying more attention or observing how certain folks, not just within the family, but they appreciated um, not just gestures or doing things, but they appreciated receiving things. And whether that's a mixtape or an actual present of like you bought or purchased or something you made, but like that kind of tangible love. And I think that I started to understand there was different ways that different people in my life appreciated um, I'm still, I'm still learning. And even with my own partner and my own child, I'm still trying to figure out what's the best way to show it. You know, however, my go-to is, well, I, I make them feel at home and I, I make them feel, uh, I create those sturdy foundations. And I, like, I think that's what it is because those are the things that I, that I like. So I'm like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm showing my love that way. However, I'm trying to be open to observing what are the ways my loved ones, what their needs are around receiving love. So anyway. I love that.
0: Um, And then finally, last question is, what do you love about yourself?
2: Wow. Okay. So, (laughs) oh gosh, this is so tricky. Oh my God. I love my authenticity. I don't know if this sounds kind of like a weird word to use, but I, I love that I tend to be myself in most circumstances. Like I, I love that I'm able to express how I feel not always comes out in the greatest of ways. However, I, there's 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 a sense of not holding back my emotional flow, which I'm learning to work with and also not let that work against me you know, I'm, as I'm growing wiser with life experience. However, I do love that about myself. I love how caring I am. I love how fiercely caring I am and how I care and love even people I don't know deeply. Like, A collective and collective well-being and so not just my immediate family or my circle and that love goes extends out towards humanity and our planet and justice Um, so yeah um, I love that about myself I love how fiery I am how passionate I am yeah I'm sure there's more things I love about myself but those things come out on top for me. Can I just, I will say I also love my sense of creativity and I also love my dedication and commitment to the things that matter to me. I love those things about you too, Shadi. Thank you. So my sister
0: is amazing and wonderful. She's also an amazing healer and she uses a lot of different modalities to help create healing in people. And so everyone should go check out her work, um, and her, her page, she does astrology. Her natal chart readings are amazing. I've gone, I've sent tons of my clients to her and friends because they're just so incredible. And she does Reiki
2: and she does a lot of other modalities. Shadi, where can people find you in your work? You can find me on Instagram where I'm mostly active. That would be Atash, A-A-T-A-S-H underscore Shadi, which is S-H-A-D-I. Um, so, Instagram.com backslash and that handle that I just mentioned. And also my website, which is www.aatashiha.com. So that's atashiha.com um, for more information. And I will have all this information
0: also in the show notes. And I also shout my sister out all the time on my own page. <laughs> um, but her 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 name in Farsi means joy and her business's name in farsi means atash a a t a s h means fire um so she's definitely fiery joy i'm probably the more what am i i'm i'm joy as well i'm not fiery joy
2: <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if I would. Would you really associate me with joy? I'm not sure. I think that's definitely a quest of mine. I think that's why you're my sister. I know we're meant to be in each other's lives in this lifetime for me to access that joy for sure through you. I'm definitely fiery, and I'm seeking that joy. That's the thing, and and that's why I'm so so grateful to have you as my sister in that way. I don't think it's a coincidence that. Um, I'm learning so much from you about joy and ways to cultivate it and, and bring it into my life. And you're the funniest person I know. I don't know. I just, you're definitely the funniest person I know. (laughs) Listen,
0: I am funny, but people who actually get to know my sister, Shadi, she is really funny. There's two comedians in this family. Um, But you have to get to know her very well. It's a hidden, hidden talent. It's very hidden. (laughs) Um, but I love you so much, Shadi. Thank you for saying yes to this. I love you.
2: Thank you. Love you too. Bye.
0: Okay. So my mom is my next special guest for this podcast and she has no idea why I'm interviewing her. So first of all, uh, excuse the sound quality. I actually, I'm home right now and I'm visiting my parents and my external microphone isn't working. So we're using my computer microphone, but yeah, I think we're going to make up for the love um, Uh in this episode. So my mom has no idea why I'm interviewing her. So mom, this episode that I'm recording Uh is my hundredth podcast episode. Wow. Thank you, mommy. And it's coming out on Valentine's Day.
3: Oh, yes. (laughs) Remember Valentine's Day? Yeah. So,
0: so for this episode, I wanted to do something special. And I am reading a love letter to my favorite people. And so, I wanted to read a love letter to you.
3: Okay. Okay. So,
0: I'm going to read this letter to my mom. So don't look at the letter. I have it on my computer. (laughs) (laughs) Dear Mama, I love you. You were my first valentine. I remember how you would make this day so special for me and Shadi, leaving us chocolates and cards and little gifts. And today, you're my valentine. Mommy, I have learned so much from you. I have learned how to love, how to nurture, how to make rice. (laughs) (laughs) How to be compassionate. You have taught me always to be curious and to learn. I know our lives brought lots of challenges and struggle with it. But when I reflect back on everything, you always brought everything back to love. No matter what we were going through or what you were going through, you were always somehow able to find the love. I can't imagine how hard that must have been but you were able to create a home full of love. Really, you were, and I'm so thankful for that. I'm so grateful to be your daughter. The loving person I am is because of you. You filled me with so much love. You made me believe in my dreams and my potential. You never made me feel like I couldn't pursue my goals. You always made me believe in myself. The life I have now is because of you. I love you so much, mommy. You are my source for love, my example for love, and my greatest love. I Aww. love you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you, baby.
0: <laughs> uh. I love you, mom. I, and I know I'm surprising you with this podcast. So really, it's for me to express my love to you. Because sometimes on Valentine's Day, we just focus on romantic love. Ooh. But motherly love, I've been very privileged to have really Mm. wonderful motherly love. And so I'm so grateful for that. But I have some questions for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So (laughs) what does love mean to you, mom?
3: Wow. (laughs) (laughs) That's a big philosophical question. Love. Love is something that you do things unconditionally. That's it. You know, if you calculate on anything, then mm, you're stepping down and that's why most of the time not all the time the mother's love is the one Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, of course of course you can pursue anything that in your life can be that child for you you know what i mean and of course your partner's love is another one and yeah that's love that's love for me when you don't Calculate and we don't think mm-hmm. and we just do unconditionally. That's love. I love that.
0: So, this one may be a little more difficult,
3: but what does self love mean to you, loving yourself? Oh, well, I really don't know that. <laughs> Honestly, you know, it's a combination of lots of things my age, mm-hmm. my generation, my culture, mm-hmm. the place we came, and the parents you had. You know, those all defines yeah. uh, that how you love yourself yeah. and how you see. You know, if I do things for others, that means I'm a good person, so I love myself. Mm. So, But if I do things for myself and ignore others, mm. I don't know. You know what yeah, I mean? It's hard. And theoretically, I know, the most important thing, as Dalai Lama says, is narcissism. If you don't love yourself, if you don't respect yourself... You can love and respect another person, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to be healthy, like that oxygen thing's in aeroplane, but uh, it's engraved, it's engraved in the combination, as I said, my culture, my generation, my parents, Mm -hmm. you know, parents are different, number of siblings you are, you know, lots of, lots of things. Yeah. So, no, I never thought about that.
0: Yeah. I think, well, something... I talk about in this episode, is what self-love means. Mm. And I think Mm. it's something my generation, Mm -hmm. thankfully, Mm -hmm. we talk about now. But your generation, Mm. I don't think self-love
3: was a thing. No. Right? Self-love was sort of selfishness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We didn't think about it. It was not consciously We were, okay, I'm not doing it because it's a selfish thing to do. You you knew you shouldn't pay attention to yourself, to the other one.
0: Yeah. 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 I understand.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: What is your... Favorite way to receive love? Like how do you like to receive love? Is it through touch or mm. saying
3: things or doing things mm. or or is it everything? I think acknowledging what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that could be with wordings or of course showing it in a way or hugging, whatever. But in a way, I know that they can see me. Mm-hmm. They can acknowledge what I'm doing. Yeah. They yeah, even if they are disagreeing with that. If they discuss it, so it means they saw it, yeah. and now they explain to me why and how they dis- don't like it or disagree with it. So, yeah, acknowledge that, that is acknowledge. Yeah, acknowledging, I'm not doing this. I do it even yeah. without acknowledgement. That ninety percent was not there. Uh, I did it. Yeah, I, I always did it. So that ultimately stopped me. But later, love myself, love. Mm told me hey you know <laughs> at least they should say thank you mm, your dinner was delicious
1: <laughs> yeah I yeah. got it so that that
3: was self-love mom
2: exactly yeah. you know
3: that, that's acknowledging things still I'm doing yeah I'm not in a state that if I'm not doing it still I love myself <laughs>
0: <laughs> And then mom what is your favorite way to give love? You give love Uh, all the time.
3: Yeah. You know, I'm sensitive, sixth sense kind of, toward other people. People don't need to tell me they are not sad or they have problem. I really, really see that. And I always want to solve their problem, to make them happy, Mm. to do as much as I can. I always did that. I remember in grade two, um, we were buying our food from the cafeteria and the girl, one girl, I didn't know at all and had lost his money and I just threw my money down Aww. I said, oh, I found it, I think it's yours.
1: Aww, I don't think a
3: seven years old was thinking about it, I don't know what I was thinking, but I did it, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. If I could, I wanted to give the mortgage of all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Take um, them, rent rent, a jet like (laughs) Djokovic (laughs) and take all my friends. Even, you know, the lady who's coming to work for, you know, I, I even dream of that, that the people once a week, once a month, they came to help me to clean the house. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to take them to holidays, Aww. to places that I went and I loved, you know, of course. I never, and I didn't go that much to holidays. We know that. You know,
0: my yeah. mom, self-love yeah. again. My mom did yeah. not travel. Yeah, yeah
3: I, lo- I loved it. But, you know, because, you know, we, all of us were in different places. So I always was in Vancouver most of the time. So Vancouver was the holiday for the rest of the yeah. family, but it was my, my place. So yeah. Yeah. And those kind of things. Yeah. Mom, what do you love about
0: yourself? Can you answer that? What do you love about yourself?
3: Um, uh, so difficult. You know, I'm a good person. I'm not yes. a bad person. I love that about myself. I know that, yes. you know, and my respect for mother nature mm-hmm. from the earliest time that I was conscious about it, you know, of course, maybe age 18, 20. I always made my compost. (laughs) I planted, you know, my herbs and vegetables, recycled. It took it, drove in those times to places to put things in there. My love to nature. Of course, nature loves me too. It gives me back. It's a, you know, mutual love. So I respect that in me, you know. I know it will be there for me, at least with my age. (laughs) for. (laughs) At least for me forever.
0: Can I yeah. can I tell you yeah. what I love about you, mom? Yes, please. Okay, my mom has the best sense of humor. She's <laughs> so funny. I'm sure you can tell as we laugh together right now. She's a very funny person. My mom is so creative and such a great problem solver. You are. Ah. You're very good at... Pro- and in very creative ways... My mom is the most intelligent person you will ever meet. She knows something about everything, and that's because of her thirst for knowledge. She's just always reading. She's always constantly checking in on the people who matter to her. You're so compassionate, as we talked about. It's like when you talk about love, you know who everyone in your life, what they love, and you make sure to give them that. So for me, like I'm visiting home right now, my mom has all my favorite foods, (laughs) She makes sure that, you know, like this thing in the house is a certain way because I like it. She, you just, you're so thoughtful. You're so, and beyond that, mom, you're the most resilient, strong person I know. Wow. If you knew my mom's history, she has thrived alongside the difficulty and created beauty alongside that. And... Yeah, there's so much to love about you. I know sometimes it's wow. hard for us to name
3: what we love, but yeah, yeah, there's lots yeah. to love about you, yeah, Mom. Yeah, uh, huh, I love uh, you. Uh, I'm I was so so privileged and lucky to have Shadi and you oh, I in my life. Yeah, thanks, Mom. You know, sometimes you know you say, "What did I do in my previous lives, if it is there are <laughs> I don't know that I deserve this?" Aww. You know, honestly, honestly. Uh, I had it so easy oh. with you guys. And yeah, life. everyone has a story. Everyone. Everyone has a story. And uh, yeah, ups and downs yeah. in lo- uh, life and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah.
0: My mom is so... I feel the same way about you, mom. And I hope people listening can understand where I get my <laughs> insights and wisdom from. It's from this woman. <laughs> She's our philosopher in the household. She's the she's the wise one. And so um I think a lot of the listeners are realizing where I get a lot of my sheetiness from. So mommy, I love you so much. Happy. So Valentine's. you didn't
3: ask me about my weak points. No, no <laughs> weak. <laughs> That's not what the podcast is about. It's mom. about...
0: <laughs> we know all of our weak points. Too yeah. well, but we don't know our no, I, I, love.
3: exactly. That's true. But that is true. I yeah. love you so much, mommy. Love you more. Mwah. Mwah.
0: <laughs> so here we are at the final love letter. And I said that this is a surprise guest, a guest that I know you're going to absolutely love. And that guest is. You, this is a love letter for you, love. Dear love, I love you. I am so incredibly grateful to be in community with you. You're amazing. You have such a big heart, such a capacity to love and to be loved. You are wise, creative, tenacious, and you have such big dreams. You have the most incredible dreams, dreams that are not only gonna change your life, but the lives of so many others. And, and I know that sometimes your dreams scare you. I know that you sometimes doubt yourself. But I also know that each and every day you choose, no matter how difficult it may be, to listen to the voice that tells you to keep going, to keep trying, to keep at it. Some days it's it's not possible, and that's okay. But you, my love. You know there is something more out there for you. More joy, more abundance, more ease, more of it all. And you're on your way to your more. You're sometimes misunderstood. You sometimes find yourself perhaps alone. But you are committed to this path that you are on. This path that is so singular and unique to who you are. There is no one like you. No one like you at all, that is for damn sure. Keep on this path, love. Fuel that fire that feeds your more. Keep dreaming, pursue your joy. I am supporting you and loving you each and every step of the way. I love you. I love you so much. My love, thank you for being part of this community. This community that's made it possible for me to get to a hundred episodes. Thank you for being part of the whole hearted crew. I'm so grateful for you. So as we finish the podcast today, reflecting on one thing that's resonating from what we talked about, what you heard. And just finding that one insight, that one aha, that one feeling. And we're going to take one deep breath in and out really reflecting on what's coming up for you. So breathing in, pause, and breathing out. I love you. Until next week, I'll talk to you then. Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend, subscribe, or follow where you love listening most. And if you haven't yet, leave a review. You can do this on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Podchaser, or Podcast Addict. Until next week, love.